turn right quick and put your fucking hands in there. I'm going to knock your ass out. I bet you you're going to get two or three of them. And they ain't going to be no good. I'm a grown ass man. I'm going to take whatever you throw at me, nigga. And I'm going to beat your motherfucking ass. When is you going to get your shit together? When is you going to get it together? I don't, I don't sit around here and wait too long for answers. When is you going to get it together? This is shit that I don't want to do. I ain't, I ain't come over here for this shit. I didn't come over here for this shit. You drawing me to this shit, nigga. I didn't come here for this shit. Then you talking about I ain't them other niggas. You goddamn right I ain't. You goddamn right I ain't. Hey, what's up? Some of the things that I say might hurt your feelings. I don't mean it, but I just speak what is true. I tear down lies and build up truth. So if you don't like what I say, you can go to the left or you can go to the right. This is not no mush mush. So here I go. And then he go out there and just ride around looking for people to kill. Mm. Like, Come on, man, let's ride to the west side. I'm not going with you. <laughs> oh, come on, baby. Was you scared? I said, you can call me a coward anything you want. I'm not going with you, man. I don't even think you know how the people you shooting at. <laughs> you just shooting up because you know there's the car or you might know them or they look like somebody. Man. You be fucked up. Mark was like that too, a little bit, but he wasn't as worse as his cousin. Reggie was just out there. If you hear about a lot of the artists, used to be someone used to be on death row, someone on other labels, you might hear them um, getting caught with drugs, getting caught with a gun, stab somebody, do those type of crimes, and they're gonna come to prison. One reason that they're gonna come. Like Snoop would never come. I mean, Snoop was on, you know, we'd be the murder trial for him, but then he was on probation. Then he got caught with two ounces of marijuana. Then he got caught with guns. And each time, it's nothing. They're not going to violate him. Because for the street guys, the street guys know what I'm talking about. There's no puzzle. I mean, if you get a guy that constantly getting in trouble and never going to come to prison, that's because he's an informant. He's a rat, a snitch, yeah. you know. And they're more important to the police on the streets than in here because they let them know what's going on. They might say they sold by telling on three or four or five other guys. You know, I'm from Compton. I'm, a rat is the lowest you can go. A rat will do anything. Michael Jackson became one of the most powerful human beings in the world. And they killed him. Hmm? And when they killed him, this simple mathematics. He's getting ready to do the big show in London. 50 times. God can't work one city 50 times, but made you think he could. And that childness in him, it never dawned on him. So he's insured. This is your show. So the insurance is on you, not the rest of the people. So he had him insured for $1.5 billion. Hmm? Michael was killed at 2 o'clock in the morning from a laser. 
Well, I thought I thought it was because of the Sony thing. Hmm. They wanted. He, I, I I believe there was there was. Some but that's because you don't have the information. Okay. Huh? Okay. I said he was killed by a laser. Mm-hmm. Huh? I just told you it was a bloody shirt in the money. Just public. All you gotta do is go look it up. Huh? Okay. I didn't come here to find out what you think. No, I'm just asking. Right no, 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 no. You didn't. You said you thought. I'm not interviewing you. You interviewing me. I don't want to hear it. Okay. Huh? But you go do it. I respect who you gonna be. Mm-hmm. So don't sit here and tell me you thought it was the Sony thing. Huh? Okay. What was the Sony thing about? Tell my grandmother. Well, my understanding was that he was gonna get the Beatles catalog. And he already had it. Huh? Okay. He bought the Beatles catalog, catalog when his people told him don't buy it. Mm-hmm. He bought it for $48 million. When they killed him, it was worth $2.5 billion. Huh? Mm-hmm. With respect for what I don't want to hear what you thought. Mm-hmm. I saw the check, nigga. Huh? Mm-hmm. So I got to sit here and what you thought. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Huh? That's all I'm saying. I hey, fam. What's up? This phase. Um, I hope all is well. I hope all is well. First of all, I want to thank the Most High for all he do for us, knowingly and unknowingly. And second of all, I want to thank Jesus Christ for dying on the cross to bring us back to the Most High Buddha. Thank you, Yahweh, and thank you, Yahweh Shai, for all you do for us, knowingly and unknowingly. Hey, y'all. You know, I hear a lot about this cryptocurrency, Right? And all this other flim flam that they got going on. Now I came across this dude. He's a rapper called Lil Baby. You know he got a little money, right? He said he invested in this cryptocurrency. In this crypto, whatever he did, you you hear what he invested in. And he lost a million dollars in it. So all this is a flim flam, y'all. Check it out. Let's analyze. Making investments like a safer gamble. Mm-hmm. So I, I actually lost millions investing. And what? So I don't make the same mistake. Um, and like crypto. Wow, and crypto. Uh, yeah. But I mean, I, I, I made money too. Okay. Mm-hmm. And crypto. I made money in crypto before I lost it. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So it's like an up and down thing. Like making investments like a safer gamble. Mm-hmm. So I, I actually lost millions investing. And what? So I don't make the same mistake. Um, and like crypto. Eight big white Afrikaner male stopping me from burying Winnie Mandela. I had to be next to the coffin and no white man was going to stop me from burying Winnie. If that means I must go to prison, let it be. No one, no white man was going to stop me from burying Winnie Mandela. It was not going to happen. So you did Not on that day, not on any other day if that is an attack take it it is it's an attack take it for Winnie I will do everything I did that when she was alive and I will do that even now I wish I did that so the video footage is correct I wish I I, I wish I assaulted him now that is a, is a real issue I wish I did a real thing proper I regret not doing it I should have done it so that I deal with real stuff me I'm not scared mm. but Uniform or no uniform, Afrikaner or no Afrikaner, white or pink, I deal with you decisively. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you so much. You cannot turn tables now and want to blame me for the crimes committed by white people. It is a white regime that killed children in 1976. It is the white regime that killed children in the 80s and in the early 90s, it is white people who engaged in the wars of dispossession and forcefully took our land and our cows. Why can't you take responsibility? Why can't you for once just say sorry for the crimes we have committed against you? Why do you want to become victims when we are the biggest victims here, when we have lost everything, when we as black people remain a, a traumatized nation? A nation that doesn't know what the future holds for them. At least you are guaranteed the future. At least you know if it doesn't work for you here, you can go somewhere else. 
we've got nowhere to go there is something that we don't talk about but in history is called the Missouri Compromise which was uh, they came about in in what is now this the, the, the Missouri and and it talked about a, a black man not being a complete man so that in 1863 during the presidency of uh, Abraham Lincoln when he says that no country no society can survive and thrive when there is one part is half slave and half free Abraham Lincoln becomes the president of the United States of America who abolishes slavery who do not want African Americans to be free are still alive and working for 100 years and if you are an american president and you take sides with freedom they assassinate you that's how they assassinated abraham lincoln that is how they assassinated john f kennedy in 1961 so that the struggle is one that is continuous and it is a struggle that has many dimensions so that even in the 21st century when you hear the story of George Floyd and says i cannot breathe slavery is institutionalized schools train people to be ignorant with style they give you the equipment that you need to be a functional ignoramus American schools do not equip you to deal with things like logic. They don't give you the criteria by which to judge between good and bad in any medium or format. And they prepare you to be a usable victim for a military industrial complex that needs manpower. As long as you're just smart enough to do a job and just dumb enough to swallow what they feed you, you're going to be all right. But if you go beyond that, you're going to have these grave doubts that give you stomach problems, headaches, make you want to go out and do something else. So I believe that schools mechanically and very specifically try and breed out any hint of creative thought in the kids that are coming up. So now, people listen, why don't you stand up for the Palestinians? No, we on God's side. Understand it. Give me 2 Timothy 2 and 4. Second Timothy chapter 2 and verse 4. Mm. No man that war. No man that war. Brothers, sisters, we are at war. And it's a spiritual war that we're in. Go ahead. Entangle of himself with the affairs of this life. That's what I need you men to see. No man that warth entangles himself with the affairs of this life. Why? Because prophecies are going to come. Stay out of God's work. When he's bringing devastate allowing these nations to devastate and create catastrophes, just move out God's way. Remember King Josiah interfered in God's work and got put to death for it. So we're not going out there protesting, we ain't picking sides. Read it again. No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, right? That he may please him. Our job is to please him, go ahead. Who have chosen him? to be a soldier. So the Lord called us to be soldiers. Our job is to please the Lord. Not off. That's what we got to remove our emotions out of it. The Arabians teach us to worship the Kaaba stone. They taught us we must go once a year in our life to the Hajj and go to Mecca which was one of the world's largest slave ports, slave markets. Worship Allah and kiss the Kaaba stone. Millions upon millions of us were forced to become Muslims under oppression, under slavery. See what Christ said. The book of Matthew chapter 24 and verse 9. Come on. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted. Is coming a time, brothers and sisters, we will be delivered up be at the hands of the American government based upon the legislation being pushed by the Anti-Defamation League, by the Southern Poverty Law Center, by the NAACP, so forth and so on. APOC, all those different Israeli groups that make, huh? Israeli Defense Project, they're making laws and legislation to say that it's anti-Semitic to teach the Bible, at least the way we teach it. 
the correct way. It's anti-Semitic, and it will soon be illegal for us to be on the street and teach this word. But Christ warned us about it. Read it again. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. See that? You shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. There will be a, a, a campaign, propaganda campaign against us, okay? Because why? We're trying to liberate the 12 tribes of Israel. That will be deemed hate speech. We will be in prison. Some will be put to death. It ain't a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And he shall speak great words against the Most High mm. and shall wear out the saints of the Most High. As he is the white man and the saints of the Most High, we are the saints of the Most High. He trying to wear us out. Read on. Mm -hmm. And think to change times and laws. He thinks to change times and laws. You understand why changing times and laws was important to him? Because he was trying to stave off or hold off the prophecies that were to come. He thought if he changed the times and the laws, that the prophecies will not come to pass. Read on. And they shall be given into his hand until a time and times and the dividing of time. So whatever power he has, it was given to him and it will be wrenched out of his hands. Read on. But the judgment shall sit. But God's judgment is going to sit. It ain't going nowhere. Read on. They shall take away his dominion. And his dominion will be taken away. Thus saith God. Yes. Read on. To consume. And to destroy it unto the end. And it's going to have its perfect work until the end. There's no way around it, buddy. Palestinians are racist to black people. And if you look around, it's black people that are out there advocating for the rights of Palestinians. This should be a lesson for Palestinians and the Arab community in general. To stop being racist towards black people. Palestinians are Arabs. See? Have you ever heard about the Arab slave trade? <laughs> Go and look it up. Go and read up on the Arab slave trade and see how brutal they were to black people. See me? I'm not going to further. All I say is, we're not taking no side with none of them posts sold. They will be brutally killed by the sword or sent away as captives to all the nations of the world. Now, when did this happen? That 70, the year 70 AD. Okay. Okay. Rome, mm -hmm. which were Caucasians, destroyed the black Jews that were in Northeast Africa, destroyed okay. them. And they were taken to all the nations of the world. Those that got captured and caught, they took as slaves on ships to various nations. Okay. And Jerusalem will be conquered and trampled down by the Gentiles until the age of... Okay. Let's talk about it being trampled down and conquered by the Gentiles. When? How did this happen? It began in 70 AD. Various points. 70 AD, Rome took it over. The people of Herod inherited it. Herod. Herod's people later on in history, that's what I was talking about earlier, became the Khazar Empire. Okay? That's the people in Ukraine, Poland, Russia. That's the Khazarians. That's them. They you guys say you guys are Christians? I would say we are the real Christians of the Bible. Because in the Bible, the Israelites were also called Christian. Mm. We don't teach Christianity. Mm -hmm. Christianity is white man religion. Christianity is lies. It's lies. Li all lies. All Everything right. you think you know about the Bible, mm -hmm. history, lies. The book of the Lord is the Holy Bible. Whether you like it or not, agree with it or not, it is what it is. Go ahead. No one of these shall fail. Meaning none of the prophecies in this book shall fail. Go ahead. None shall want her mate. You can't mate the Bible with any book. Like, for example, people like to mate the Quran with the Bible. The Quran gives you no prophecies about black people. The Quran gives you no prophecies of what happened to us in the past. The Quran doesn't tell us our present condition. And the Quran does not tell us our future as a race, as a people. How do I know? I read it. Okay? In case somebody's wondering out there. Neither do the Gilgamesh, Gilgamesh epics. Neither does the Egyptian Book of the Dead. There's no book that can compare to the Holy Bible. So where do you think Christianity comes from? Do the you think devil. Christianity is a demon. Let me explain something to you. Please. You at home write this down. Pope Nicholas V 
He wrote a papal bull and initiated the transatlantic slave trade. That was the Roman Catholic Church. Every Christian religion comes from the Roman Catholic Church, whether you are Protestant, uh, Baptist, Mormon, Episcopalian, Anglican. They all stem from the Roman Catholic Church, which instituted slavery on our people. They sent the Dutch here. They sent Spain here. They sent the Portuguese here. It was the church. And they enslaved the children of Israel, God's people. So Christianity yes. is the devil. Yes, the doctrine is the. Is what is the devil? Is the devil the name of or the way they're doing things? The way they're doing things. The way that remember Christ called the Jewish people the devil. The too. devil too. Yes, that is our goal because our people must wake up before destruction comes. War is only going to escalate. It's going to escalate from nations. You see what's going on in Congo, uh, Burkina Faso. There's always a coup that America and France is behind. And But these wars seem small, but they grow and they grow like Ukraine and, and, uh, and Russia is going to grow. And it's going to reach... Africa is going to reach America. It's going to reach. It's going to grow in destruction. And that's when Christ will make his return. How do you get from the word neighbor to race? The children of thy people. That's how you get to race. The children of thy people means your brothers, your sisters. That ain't the people that enslaved you, Jason. That's the people that were enslaved with you. That's your brother. Oh, white folks didn't just show up and and run off into the woods and bring the, you know, other black people, other Africans had enslaved them. Indentured servitude is different than chattel slavery. And I got a book for you, Chase. Atlas Geographic System of Geography for Africa. Leo says there are other kingdoms on the southern frontiers of this country which are inhabited by a rich, industrious, and just sort of people. Judaism was the religion of the ancient Africans for a long time. Those nuclear missiles hit. America will become a lake of fire. America is Babylon the Great. America will be destroyed. According to Revelation 18 and 19, it's going to be destroyed because she's Babylon. Right. Chosen people from the caucus. Caucasus by Michael Bradley. Michael Bradley. Let's go inside the book. Read nuclear war, environmental pollution, resource rape. All are primary threats to our survival and all are the result of peculiar, peculiarly Caucasoid behavior. Caucasoid behavior. Go ahead. Caucasoid values. Caucasoid values. And Caucasoid psychology. Caucasoid psychology. There is no way to avoid the truth. What's the truth, white man? The problem with the world is white men. Ooh. Yeah, here we do. The white man wrote that thing. The white man wrote that thing. I didn't write it. That ain't hate speech. That's the truth. I didn't say it. Where did these people come from? No these idea. people are called Amalek. That's that is their name. Stop calling them the Jews. God is commanding you, brothers and sisters, to call them Amalek. They are the same part of that same red dragon. Now, is there any instances in the scripture where anybody else from the tribe of Benjamin was called Cush? Was there any instances in the scripture? Absolutely yes. Absolutely. Give me Psalms the seventh chapter. I want Psalms seven and verse one. So Psalms chapter seven. Mm -hmm. uh, Shigai. Shigai. Read it right. Damn it. Read it right. <laughs> Shigai. Shigai. Of David. Of who? Of David. Of who? Of David. David is a black man. Blake. David did not descend from Amalek. David did not descend from these red beasts that That's we see right. here. These Amalekite devils, these blasphemous bastards. Good. David did not descend from them. This is called the Shigayon of David. Read on. Which he sang unto the Lord. Which he sang unto the Lord. Concerning the words of Cush. Concerning the words of who? Cush. Of who? Cush. Black. Come on. The Benjamite. The Benjamite. That's right. The Benjamite. <laughs> so many instances you had brothers and sisters from the tribes called black. Give me Acts 13, verse 1. Bring it out. We pick you up. Bring it up. 
say you it says, and they eventually succeeded in mass killings in mass land robbery because they were not smarter or stronger, but because they were sadistically evil racist. Damn. And I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was death. Was what? Was death. Was death and what? And hell. Death and captivity. That's what came with this man. Read. Followed with him, and power was given unto them. Power was given unto him. Read. Over the fourth part of the earth. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Over the what? Hey. Over the fourth part of the earth. You saw this devil liars, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna take a picture. I'm yeah. gonna send it to the to the group of the Washington Redskin helmet. Ah, oh, right. man. They call them Bring the Redskins. Right, right, right. There's nothing red about them at all. They're the red ones. Yep. And it's like mind trick. Yeah, you sit there and believe it. And you know what's crazy too? When it comes to a Native American, so-called. When have you ever seen them celebrate Thanksgiving? Nope. Mm. Never. As a kid, I was in the corner like, hey, well, yeah. they were supposed to be about them and the whole treaty thing. Right. Because they, they knew that it was nothing but death and destruction for them. Right. What are you going to see? Their helmet is red and gold. Right. They have the picture of Gad on there. We're going to see what color Gad is. Co-workers come up and they be like, happy Thanksgiving. All I got to say is I'm a Native American. Yeah. And they be like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Now they always talk about, oh, why don't you get a DNA test to prove that you're Israel? In order to get a DNA test to prove that you're of Aaron Stock or David Stock, what do you got to have, brothers? You got to have to do, do they have their DNA on file? No. Watch this video. I'm going to be called a Nazi. I'm going to be called an anti-Semite all because of this video. I don't care. I've got a challenge for all the Zionist Israelis. If, as you say, you're originally from Palestine, I mean, sorry, you're originally from Israel, Israel, then go do a DNA test and post the results. Let's see where you and your ancestors originally came from. Oh, what? You can't? Because it's illegal to do a DNA test in Israel? Hmm, I wonder why. It's illegal for them in Israel to do a DNA test for their ancestry. Why? Because their ancestry will go back to the Khazar Empire. Oh, I'm from Poland. Oh, Czechoslovakia. You have nothing to do with the land of Israel. Isaiah chapter 2 and verse 1. The word that Isaiah the son of Amos saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. And it shall come to pass in the last days. In the last days. Go ahead. That the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountain. So our kingdom, our government, the Lord's kingdom, the Lord's government, I should say will be established as the highest government on the earth. It's going to be above all mountains. Go ahead. And shall be exalted above the hills, mm -hmm. and all nations shall flow unto all it. All nations are going to have to flow unto it. Go ahead. And many people shall go and say, Come ye, and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us of his ways, and we will walk in his paths, for out of Zion shall go forth the law. What's going to go forth out of Zion? The law. So when Israel, true Israel is established, the law is going to be taught to all nations. Everybody understand that? What y'all seeing today is not Bible prophecy. Go ahead. And the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Come on. And he shall judge among the nations and shall rebuke many people. And they shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. That is very important. It proves that when the 12 tribes of Israel are established in the earth, there will be everlasting peace on earth. There will be no more war. Everybody understand that? The ADL was founded on a lie. There was a white man back in 1930s named Leo Frank, a pervert. He raped, murdered another white girl named Mary Fagan. When the murder was found out, Leo Frank blamed it on the black man. Okay. They went to court. All the witnesses, at least 25 witnesses, said uh, Leo Frank was a pervert. They said, he's the one. He worked there. So the community, white community, lynched Leo Frank. That's how the ADL was founded. They said, never again. It should have been a black man because he's the one that did it. Okay. They tried to blame the brother. The ADL. I don't know if I ever told a story about the churches. I don't think so. Here in Atlanta. 
We wanted to buy a church out here, a building. Oh, wow. It cost a million dollars. We said, we can't afford that because we we grassroots. Mm. So the, the minister said, hey, no, no, no. I said, we said, minister, how are you able to afford this million dollar building? He said, you go to the bank. I said, no, no, no. We, we went to the bank. All these bank, a bank, they say the churches have unreliable income because mm. one week it may be good. Next week it might be bad because it's based on donations. Right. He said, no, no, no. He said, Christians have a bank strictly for Christians. Oh, wow. So he gave us the address. Brothers go down there. And the the clause is in order to get the money funded for a church, millions of dollars, you have to teach what they want you to teach. They said to us, our church, our teachings must align with theirs. Mm. Jesus is white. Mm. uh, December 25th. Um, uh, the laws are done away with. Mm. I'm like, we don't teach that. You can't get no money from us then. And the churches have never revealed. That was on a sneak tip the minister told us. And we found out, whoa, there's so much ins and out with the churches. It will shock people. I ain't got no gun on me or nothing. I'm gonna beat your motherfucking ass. I'm gonna beat your motherfucking ass on God. And I don't give a fuck about none of these. I don't give a fuck about none of these, folks. You put your hand on me, I'm gonna gonna tell you to come outside and meet me, and I'm gonna beat your motherfucking ass to death. I ain't got no gun on me or nothing. First of all, I just want to say thank you for all the people that's listening and chiming in on me. You didn't have to do it, but you did it anyway. So I appreciate you doing that. Hopefully that way if we can learn how to agree to disagree, and we can live like people. When I make the hard topics, I say the hard things, I make the thing itch scratch. So if your itch is not scratching, and you're scratching on the itch, Maybe you need to look yourself in the mirror. So, I'm not here for no drama. I'm not here for no nothing. Just to learn, 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 and edify. This is from learning situations only. So, I'm not here to get anybody's hairs up. So, again, thank you. And hopefully we can agree to disagree. They tell me where the hospital was in. I goes down there. And uh first thing came out when she seen me, she Boom! Did you have a whoa whoa? What the hell wrong? Cause I see all these people sitting over there and she hollered my name out. No, you holler my name out talking about did you have him shot? They gonna thinking that I had that I did or whatever. I'm just saying, because I was in, I said, come on, come on, step outside, step outside. I know I pulled my coat back, don't make me have to do everybody here in this waiting room. Maybe uh, two minutes later, damn, he emptied that gun in his ass. Then it stops. That's only five shots. Okay, I thought he was going to empty it. He runs back around there and jumps in the car. Okay, man, let's go. It's done. I talk. Let's go. So I chase off. He tells me, man, he tried to use your girl as a shield. So she mean? What? She was in the car too. You didn't hit her, did you? He said, no, man. I was in the front of the window popping in when 
All of a sudden, he reached over and grabbed her and pulled her in front of him. So I stopped after the fourth shot. The <coughs> shot caught the hood because I seen the move. Man, that nigga a punk. I said, well, you probably did the same thing. You don't want to get more bullets in you. <laughs> so we leave. He laughing? Uh, How many people do you think you've killed over? I've been in the game for a long time. Um, more than 70, probably. God. I mean, I'll have to ask you, what was the most violent thing you've done yourself? There's a lot of things, um, but one in particular was taking two recruits um, to do a task that was uh, given to us. Um, these recruits obviously were new, they didn't know what they were doing. They got nervous, they came back into the car and they told me that the people that were there were armed. Um, we pull up uh, near this person and this person is obviously a rival. Um, the person in the, back, in the person in the back seat, I was driving the person in the back seat, uh, pulled out a rifle and uh, shot him. He missed the shot, but it injured him on the leg. Um, at this moment, the, the rifle jammed. The recruit was panicking. Uh, he jumped out of the car, took the rifle, um, busted the, the bullet out and cocked it back in and I shot him again. Um, this person was still agonizing, uh, trying to drag himself through the, through the pavement. Um, the rifle jammed again, so I basically went up to him and, and smashed him with the, with, the, with the butt of the rifle until his uh, head exploded and uh, that was it. Jumped back in the car and left. Obviously there's more things that I've done that I, but I, I just, I'm not willing to discuss at the moment. Oh Mark. Matter of fact, what happened was my grandfather used to always come to the side of the house and scare everybody. And after this, the 12 gauge shotgun, and I blew his head off. I was eight years old. And I was sent to uh, Castell, New York. And that's why I met Mike Tyson that was in the same office at home. But he wasn't known as I'm Mike Tyson then. He was just, where everybody used to pick on him. Because he talked it funny. Matter of fact, what happened was my my case, I did it on a regular basis. After I shot him, one of the bouncers came out to react to the shooting, not realizing he's going to get shot. Mm. And him, I just uh, uh, hip shot. I believe I shot him in the, in the right or left. It doesn't matter. I hit him in one of the sides of his hip, and then he went down. I shot him in the leg. Ew. And then I continued, and I went inside the bar, and I found two other guys that I warned not to come in. One was some sort of manager, and he went to hit me and my guy went to hit him and then I shot him Damn. and after I finished with him I looked for one of the owners who went up the back and jumped out a side window and then I caught the fourth guy oh my god and I shot him I think he got shot up in the chest area somewhere and then I when he went down I shot him again so I shot the four guys he shot everybody my you would never worry about the term snitch or rat being put on your name no they can say what they want to say, but uh, they won't say it to my face. Only one person tried to say it to my face when I came home. He was at a gas station. Tell me, oh yeah, man, I recognize, yeah, man, that's that snitch. Oh, that's one? Who you talking to? Yeah, you a snitch. You said, so I started walking towards him. Shoot, nicely into my hand. A little bit close, I'm going to cut this fool's head off. My knife sharp in the mud. I get part way there and the guy that was whooping stepped up and grabbed the guy and started talking to him in his ear. He said, man, I don't give a damn way. He's a snitch. Oh, that's two? He said something else up when the guy looked down. Man, what you going? I'm finna kill you. Remember me. Next time you see me, if you hear me go, <laughs> I'm the devil. Remember me. Next time you see me, if you hear me go, 
I'm the devil. Yeah, how many times have you been shot? <sighs> Multiple times. AK. Damn. M16. Damn. Nine. Damn. Two in the back. Damn. Shotgun blast. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Blood squirting everywhere. Like, damn, man, why? We got to find some way to block it so the blood won't squirt back out to us. Man, look at me. I done messed up this good old shirt. He was like, and you still stand there? And stuff letting it squirt on you after you yeah, feel kind of warm, don't it? <laughs> Wait, how, how did you kill him? With my knife. The first murder. Uh, you were nine, going on ten years old. What was what was that like? I mean, were you nervous doing it? Did you sleep that night after you did it? I slept good. Matter of fact, I slept better because now I know I'm going to make my money. You feel me? The but do you think it's that easy for any person to kill for money? Or do, or do it take a certain type of mentality to, it's to take do it? a certain mentality to kill and not let it bother you. Mm -hmm. If you kill it, then at nighttime, you thinking about what you did. You ain't meant for that life. Because you're going to always be worried, shaking, and then always nervous because somebody know you did it. Yeah. Not to mention, you pulled the trick on this individual. Now you thinking about... Damn, man, I ain't never seen so much blood shoot out or, or I never seen a person's head come off like that. It all depends on how you're doing it, too. If you're you using a knife, you better be used to blood. Yeah. Using the gun, well, you, you at a distance. So, doing your... That's why there's a lot of dummies out here doing them, but they are having flashbacks. Me... I did mind it was a business. It wasn't personal. No, I never had flashbacks, mm. so I never thought about it again. I did them, and that was the end. I made my money, and they told me, hey, man, don't you ever feel regret old? Or you're like, ashamed that you did old regard? I said, no, it was business. It wasn't mm. personal. They entered this lifestyle, so you know what the situation is. If you get into this lifestyle, there's only three ways you're going. There's no retirement. Yeah. You either go into prison, you're going, or you're getting killed, or you're going to wind up crippled. And the gun I hid in prison, has a 357, had buried in the back 40. <laughs> Wait, how'd you get that in prison? The guards around it, the guy, man, you could buy anything or anyone. And they was all on my payroll. Most of them was uh, tooting up. Hyped up. I mean, the guards was basically alcoholic, junkies, and so forth. You just had to find their weak spot. And I found their weak spot. So I said, hey, why don't you go get that 357? He said, what you say? I said, look at this. $2,000 just sitting there. Cash money. All you had to do is pick up that package and bring it to me. So, but you just told me it's 357. I said, yeah, but I only told you that so you know. Don't come in here like Miss, uh, or like Mr. Dum Dum. Put it in some when you bring it in so you don't get busted. He got it in to me. And uh, I buried it in the back 40. So I never, you know, was going to use it like I told him. I ain't going to never use it unless the shit really hit the fan where I got to go to it. If I got to go to it, that means I'm going to die. I know y'all going to shoot me. <laughs> Was that coming from Eternal from the police or? That came from, well, Gil was the one that was bringing me the 125 out. Mm. That's why he said they gonna bring them out through this way. Yeah. That's why they let me get on top of the building. And I said, okay, I can take him out as soon as he, soon as he pop his head out. They never came out through that way. They went under the target. Oh, so gotcha. And when, and when he said the cop up there to tell me, I'm like, he said, man, they took him under the tunnel. Why y'all didn't make him take him out of Carter? They took him out under the tunnel. Something going on. Somebody doing some talking somewhere. I'm like, man, I, I hooked my red weapon, put it back in my case, and left the building. I go downstairs, throw it in the car. I go back outside the courthouse. And I'm looking. 
okay, they postpone this shit until the next day. But they're going to take them underneath. Okay, so we're going to do this then. Hey, bring everybody down here. We're going to protest. <laughs> free Rick, free Rick. <laughs> That's why they thought we worked it for Rick. Mm. The judge was like, no, he couldn't be in charge of all those black guys. And then when they brought Rick in, we all stood up. <laughs> when he sat down, we sat down. And just watching all the, what the hell? Do you know those guys? I don't know him. Oh, it's like, okay, yeah, we don't know him, Your Honor. <laughs> they put us out. <laughs> we go out. Now, we got Benz, Maserati, we got all every type of expensive cars out there. We got bolos of jewelry on. We got the mink coats and shit, the sterling. We, I mean, we dressed up. And we already had the signs. We had some girls make up some signs. And we took it in and said, free Rick, free Rick. You know, free Rick, you know, tell down Detroit. And the police came out, hey, the judge is not buying that shit. They don't give a fuck. They ain't going to let them go. If they let him go, he won't live long. So the judge put it out that he ain't scared of nobody and he gonna do his job. Life without parole. I'm like, oh, God, damn. damn. <laughs> He's always standing with that. I said, yeah, man. If the police ever catch out, you better shoot it out because if you get caught and go to prison, oh, man, you gonna become somebody's girlfriend. Oh, 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 I said, yeah, a lot of guys say that they gonna fight for it. <laughs> you got four or five guys standing there talking about what's up, little fella. <laughs> you got no choice but to fight, but they ain't like that because now they gonna really take it. And if and if you don't want to get it up and if you don't want to get up give it up the next time, oh they'll take it again. Sooner or later you gonna like it and tie your shirt up around your waist and walk the yard. Now, if you don't like that, best thing I tell you, when police try to pull you over, it's always good to jump out and shoot it out. One, two, three, I jumped up. The fool ran across my path. I told him, you run that way. Don't run across where I'm shooting at. Well, he said was shot toward the doorway and he jumped off the thing and ran through the lane, ran out his hat. So I picked his hat up and I was wearing around. He was like, man, somebody shot up here. Yeah, how you like his hat? What? Oh, yeah, tell him anytime he wanted, he can come and collect. Damn, why are you looking like that? Y'all starting the war. There's about no war. Tell me he won his hat. We got it. This thing I know. Boop. Yo, back in the day, niggas were even taking chains. They were taking fedoras, bro. They said, go get it. <laughs> bro, that shit is Girl bagging up on them. I'm like, damn. <laughs> oh, I'm dancing. All of a sudden, pow. Nigga, did you just hit me? Uh, Jim don't already walk behind him. He didn't know what was coming down to after the guy hit me, but he walked behind him. And I looked at him and said, man, you got a lot of balls. Man, you don't be doing that to my woman. Your woman was doing it to me. I'm still leaning against the bar. She done walked up to me and bagged it up. Man, I cut you. I said, what? You want to do what? I cut you. Well, see, you bring in a knife. I'm giving away this third leg I've been blessed with from the universe and the stars for free? Absolutely not. Hmm. I just said, we think about joining the army. So when we did, we went to boot camp and all that shit, ATI. But I never told nobody. So when I came home, I came home and just plain blue jean, blue jean jacket, and a hat. I didn't wear my uniform home. I had two weeks off, so we go back to the city and uh, we bullshitting at uh, some crane in Kirchhoff, in a little bar right there. We go in there, we dancing. At that time, the Freaky Deke was out. Okay. Girls bagging up on them. <laughs> I'm like, 
Sergeant came over there to 1300 Bobby, talked to him and so forth. They said, nah. He had a gun. He said, yeah, he likes to carry it. Prosecutor said, well, we're going to make an example out of this little nigga. And I can hear them out there talking. I'm in the cell, but I can still hear him. My little nigga. Okay, so they said, come to me tomorrow. We willing to offer you a deal. Three to fifteen for manslaughter, and two for the gun. If you take a cop, so I got license to carry. They said, "We go for that." They don't know what to tell you. Service talked to him, said, "Hey, he's been to re up. Y'all been to take him?" Said, "Well, we're gonna keep him a little longer because we believe that we could get him to take a cop." I never did. I wound up going back into the service for another tour. They got pissed off, and later on, when I got out the service, they finally got me for, uh, well, they charged me with armed robbery. All right, go, y'all. Black shit. There's, if you if you die, you go either go, <coughs> go somewhere where where you was a good person yeah. on this plane. Mm. If you was an asshole like me, going downstairs. Mm. But see, I always sometimes make a joke about it. I say, well, if I'm going down there, I'm taking over. <laughs> because I, I mean, I sent a lot of people there and I always tell guys before I, before I send them to their make a uh, remember me. The next time you see me, you hear me go. <laughs> I'm the devil. Mm-hmm. So remember that. Yeah. I didn't want no four or five guys going with me talking about, uh, yeah, man, we did a drive-by. This was the stupidest way to do a drive-by. You shooting out a window at people that you ain't that good of a shot. There's other people out there. Don't hit innocent people. Get the person yeah. that you want to get. Take it to them. Get out, walk back up to them, and if he recognize you, pull the trigger then. Gotcha. But you ain't got to hit everybody around here. Hit him. When they see him fall, their first reaction is to run. Absolutely. Or hit the ground. I don't know what's going on. And either you keep them down like that and tell them, did anybody see anything? And the first thing they went, no, we ain't seen nothing, man. We ain't gone, man. We ain't uh, okay, There you go. <laughs> now, we're going to hear about it if you do want to tell the police that you've seen it. If you've seen it, then we're going to come back for you. Guess yeah. why? Because the majority of the police was on our payroll. We had prosecutor, judges, lawyer. We had a lot of people on the payroll. That's why I said he was talking about. Well, uh, well, certain people got pictures of me and Gil Hill. Yeah. Certain people got pictures of me and several other lawyers and prosecutors. Yeah. Hell, when uh, you know, like they came to my house, 
they thought that sign on the gate was a joke. Because they had a man holding the gun talking, you enter the property at your own risk. You commit a crime, you will be prosecuted. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're going to come and talk about, we ain't never been there. Okay, well, the feds don't think that they got the videos. So uh, you sit there and tell, I don't even know the man. <laughs> I'm sitting there just grinning. And when they showed him the video, we're like, oh, man. So he took a cop. <laughs> Everybody that was trying to uh, say that they didn't know me. Yeah. Yeah, well, you've been to my house. You know me, and you on film. <laughs> Those signs wasn't no joke. You came to my house anywhere that I was, you was being filmed. I trusted no one. That's why I had booby-trapped my house that one day when they all came over there. I said, man, I know these people are going to kill me. But they go on with me. They just don't know it mm. because they got to open that door to get out. <laughs> if you open that door or window, this house going to go... <sighs> down. Anybody in it, you go down with me. Which caused seeing it, he was like, Is that a grenade? Yeah. There's me in this house. But it said it with the door on the switch. But yeah. If you don't know how to cut that switch off before you open that door or window or whatever, you kiss your butt goodbye. <laughs> so they all start going, man, I'm going back outside, man. This boom house might go off. No, it won't go off unless I'm dead. If I'm dead, this house goes off. Gotcha. Everybody in it goes with me. <laughs> because like I keep telling y'all, I'm not going by myself. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> go ahead and do me. No, man, no setup, man. All I'm gonna do is leave this bag on this table. There's a phone number there. Call me if you think that you can make something happen. Mm. I got up and walked away and my friend was sitting behind him, which he didn't know, just in case he got stupid. <laughs> we both walked out the door. Within like three hours, I got a call on that phone. Rotary phone back then, yeah. you know. And he said, uh, listen, Come back up there to that restaurant. I need to talk to you. I said, okay, I go up there, but he wasn't in there. He was sitting in the car. He said, come on, get in. This don't sound right. I said, yeah, but my friend is with me. Said, come on. Damn, y'all two short motherfuckers. I said, yeah. So we got in the car, drove around over on uh They got even start growing hair on his nuts yet and he been caught up by the Emerson down by you. And he said, uh, you see that can over there? I said, Yeah. I think somebody left something in there. So I tell tell him to go get it. Tell him to go over there and feed. They said, uh uh, you can't get back in the car with it. Ain't no thing. He said, give me a Yo, I cannot believe these short we were like, Grim Reaper? I'm up here in Minnesota rolling. I said, oh. Uh, okay. And he had this thing going on in there, but he was short getting ready to go home anyway. I had just came through there and I ran into a lot of people I knew from the street that was basically uh, terrified of me. Because like I said, they, they called me the Grand Reaper and people were like, man, that man, he loved to cut people up. He'll shoot you too, but he preferred to use that knife that he carried. That, that's what I meant to ask you. Everybody that you killed, did you cut all their fingers off? Did you always do that? No. Only those that we didn't want them to be found. With them, we basically just threw them through the tree shredder. That's the way... Uh, let people try to figure out what happened to him. They be like, man, Clyde ran off. No, no, no. I mean, he ran off. Don't nobody wait yet. Nobody can't find him. I'm like, that's a dang, that's a dang shame, ain't it? Mm, mm, mm. He was like, you know something, don't you? I don't know anything. I'm just saying the same thing you saying. That's a dang shame. The boy ran off. Nobody know where he went. He said, no, he just disappeared. Mm, mm, mm. 
Sometimes I give him a hint by saying, you want some bacon? Because <laughs> most likely y'all done ate them if you eat pork. That's why none of my crew would, wouldn't eat pork. Why, why can't we eat pork? I said, it's a secret ingredients in that pig that those boys putting in. Especially the white boys out there in Bellevue. We were like, I got immunity, so I ain't worried about nobody falling back up on me, government-wise. Can, can you break down immunity? Because recently, um, Keefe D, I don't know if you heard of it, Keefe D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow he thought he had immunity, but he didn't, and now he's been arrested for a Tupac murder. Mm -hmm. So explain what you think happened to him and what makes sure you have immunity? Well, immunity, you got to get that from prosecutor, the judge, everybody got to sign off mm -hmm. on that immunity, showing that whatever you give them then, you got immunity from. They can't never prosecute you for it. But if you don't give them everything, and I gave them everything, I mean, I went way back. Yeah. But if you don't give them everything and you go out there and you start talking about, yeah, I was uh, down with this and that. Okay, wait a minute. Check his paperwork. He ain't got no, uh, he ain't got no immunity on that. Go get him. Mm -hmm. That's the way uh, they get a second bite at that apple. I studied the Bible so I know it well. Yeah, can't let nobody make myself a cell. Can't even lie, yeah, I still struggle, but I know myself. I fear God, I told him I don't want to go to hell. Pray for the sermon, I'll be asking what's the gift in me. Must be this music, cause the world think I'm so sick with it. I switch my style, some people love it, some trying to get with it. I think what matters most is I'm living out what's God written. I make mistakes, but I embrace them, I'm still human. I'm still human. I escaped from that place that made me feel ruined. So every day I still chase what I think I'm losing. And pray to God in the end that I don't look stupid. Why do I feel I'm unable, double-minded, I'm unstable? Wanna put all me on the table so God can make me an angel. Was living life like Cain, cause I was jealous of Abel. God told me, look up, child, I just wanna save you. I need to hear your voice in life so I could get through this. For you, I shoot for the stars every time and I don't miss. Every time I drop a hit, I still don't feel the bliss. And deep down, I know it's only cause I'm still living in sin. You transform my pen, they laughed at me, now I'm laughing with them. Transform my gifts so now I can't even rap with them. I need to use my talents cause the devil be distracting them.